Welcome. You've joined the Topless Travel Show with Carolyn David, bringing you to some of the sexiest and most erotic events and vacation places around the world. Our show is here to help you open your mind, explore your options, and push your boundaries so you too can achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey everyone, welcome to the Topless Travel Show, where we'll be broadcasting on location at selected events, exposing new and exciting adventures to stimulate your desires. Topless Travel brings the travel culture to sexy, open-minded couples so you too can explore the possibilities. And I mean all types of possibilities while on vacation. Whether you travel to relax or party hard, to get in touch with yourself or your couple, or to build relationships and make new friends, or to simply hang with compatible, genuine people in a non-judgmental location, We've got the stories to get you fantasizing about starting your next adventure right now. The Topless Travel Show is all about pushing boundaries. And as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, relationships, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Hon, am I always horny? You are always horny, <laughs> Absolutely. And every year I get hornier and hornier. <laughs> hornier and hornier. Hornier oh my goodness, and baby. hornier. <laughs> So right. he says. We have a special show today. Are you looking to party and travel with sexy, fun, and open-minded people? Getting together with compatible couples while on vacation creates lifelong friendships and lots of great memories. On today's show, we're going to be talking to one of the hostesses of Topless Travel Events as she shares her story on how she became a unicorn in the lifestyle. Absolutely. And she's got lots of stories for us. So this is one of those episodes you want to stay tuned right to the end. And before we get started, just let's take a moment to talk about our top waterproof blanket because no one wants to sleep in that wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. So if you're fed up with sleeping in the wet spot or have to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leakproof and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils and silicone lubes to any other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely buy on Amazon. Search Top Waterproof Blanket, that's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket, and order yours today. Great sex starts now. It sure does. You know we're Carolyn David. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are so excited to be broadcasting live from Hito 2 on the Grill Beach in Jamaica, and we have an amazing, hot, super sexy guest for you today. Of course we do. We have porn star Colby Karma, and she's working as a hostess with Topless Travel for the special event here at Hedonism with, of course, Party Mark. Welcome to the Topless Travel Show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, Colby, I know everybody has a story, and you have an amazing story, too. Um, why don't we start at the beginning? I don't even know I what the beginning is for you. I wonder how many times she's heard that. Oh, Colby. Oh, oh Colby. Colby. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> oh, oh. It never gets old. I it know, never gets right? old. And I know. That's wonderful. Um, so where would you like to begin? You oh, want to start about... Did you... 
grow up in an open-minded home? I did not. Actually, there was no touching between parents at all. Okay. So um, I think that that kind of inspired me to explore more of my sexuality and getting closer to other people. Um, so I was very adventurous starting at, you know, about the age of 12. I lost my virginity. Wow. And she beats you, hon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carol was 15. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was touching so you actually and fucked way that, before that then. young? I did, yes. It, it wasn't was, a blowjob first. This was a full on no, fuck. No, it was a full on fuck, but it was an awful experience. I don't want to go down that okay. path. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. The first one always is, anyways. But um, did it hurt? I just want to ask you. Um. It was uncomfortable okay. and awkward, mm-hmm. you know, just as every was first it someone experience. you knew? It was. It was somebody that I grew up with. But so. did you want that? Yeah, yeah. I did. I yes, I was more than willing. Yeah. yeah. So you it know, was... I, I got to tell you, when I was younger, like I'm talking about five or six, when I learned about the birds and the bees, I always wanted to have a little sister. And of course, there, I was the third child and there was no more little sister. And I knew that that's how you have a baby. And in my mind, I said, well, I can just find a boy and put his penis in my vagina and I could have a baby myself. And like, at that age, I was thinking about it. Imagine. No, I, I believe it because I was doing self-exploration self-explor- until wow. 12. So yeah, 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 exactly. And how old was the guy? I mean, was he also your age? He was 13. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Older guy. An older guy. <laughs> I like my older men. <laughs> okay, so you did start young. You were adventurous and you started young. Now, yes. now going through school, high school, college, were you the promiscuous one that all the guys were wanting to get in your pants? I was the promiscuous one that all the guys wanted to get into my pants and all the girls hated me. I was the school slut. Uh-huh. <laughs> Proudly, mm-hmm. I say it. <laughs> and did you did you want the guys to do it? Was that something that, was, that drove your teenage years? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I loved it and I loved and every part of it. Was it just the sex or did you want to have a connection with the guy as well? I think it was the intimacy as well. Yeah. Um, you know, the sex was great, but it was it was definitely that emotional connection that I never got in, you know, an unloving, not unloving household, but just not a close right, household. Right. Now, did you feel that you had to have sex with them in order for them to love you? I did. Yes. Absolutely. So were, yep. were you like like when Carol explained on, on many of our shows, when she started her sexual journey, she was always the one who pulled the guy's pants down to give him a blowjob because she was the giver. Were you similar to that? Um, I think I was a little more selfish in my younger days. Mm, Now I'm more of a giver because I appreciate it a little bit more. But Mm -hmm. I was always the initiator. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And did the guys like line up to date you? Like, were they fighting over you? But fuck, fuck, yes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And they brag. That was their bragging rights as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And did you end up with any of them in a long-term relationship? Um, let's see. Nope. (laughs) Nope, it was a hit it and quit it. Okay. It was great. Now, were you the cheerleader or anything else? I Uh, was. I was a cheerleader uh, about 16 on. And then I did drop out of high school. I got, you know, my GED. um, But, yeah, I was was a cheerleader uh, on the dance team. And so it it was easy to make special friends. So if we were to do like a stereotypes uh, school slot, that was you. Yep. There you go. (laughs) The blonde, blue-eyed... Big cheerleader slut, yes. Were your tits that big then? <laughs> My tits were, were, yes, they're naturally very large. Oh, so okay. They're spectacular. Wow. It was great. They are, absolutely. Well, okay, I don't even know how much more we can add to that <laughs> because, um, you know, we all got the, we got the picture. <laughs> Let, let's move on then. What happened after you left school? 
Um, so after I left school, I, you know, I grew up very wealthy, but I had this, I wanted to uh, explore more of me outside of my wealthy parents, outside of my household. So I decided to become a stripper. Okay. And, and do you have siblings before we go on? Do you have siblings that knew what you were doing? I have one older brother. Okay. And uh, when I started dancing, yes, he did know. Okay. My parents knew. I was, I've was. i always been very honest about what I do with and my family. And were you family. still living at home at this point? At this point, I was. Okay. And as soon as I became a stripper, of course, it was, you know, oh. out to the streets. But oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's unfortunate because yeah. it's just a job. It is. Yeah. It is. I mean, sex work is real work. It, you know... Let's just tell the world, don't be shaming sex workers because no. it's work. And if there wasn't, you know, um, a need, then there wouldn't be a job. Yeah, one of the oldest running industries. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's make sure everybody gives kudos to sex workers. Absolutely. Please. And keep them safe. Yes. 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 Very important. And we're going to talk about OnlyFans a little bit later, which is a platform that allows people to do sex work in a safe a sane uh, place mm-hmm. um, and to keep most of the money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you, when you got into the stripper world, was it in your neighborhood? Was it um, uh, down the road, far away? It was actually. It was It was right down the road. So it was super convenient for me. Um, I had the, you know, the freedom to come and go. But did you <laughs> want that? Did you apply or did someone say, hey, you'd be a great stripper? I went there with one of my high school friends and she was a dancer and, you know, they... I went in there and they said, show me your tits and you're hired. Okay. <laughs> there you said, go. <laughs> okay. When do I start? <laughs> okay. And so, I mean, I don't know how much strippers making, you don't have to say, but is it a good job? It was very lucrative. Okay. Extremely lucrative. Uh, however, very taxing on your, your mental health and, mm-hmm. and who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a, it's, it's a very rough industry. So even more kudos to sex workers who yeah. do it. Face to face. Yeah. And how long did you do it for? I did it for six years, oh, 18 wow. to 24. Wow. And what was yes. the next transition from stripping? Uh, I actually got married and oh, I got okay. out of the industry. So I was married for seven years. Did you meet him at the strip club? I did. I met him at wow. the strip club. I thought he it was, was all a show that when you guys were making nice to the guys, you, it was just, <laughs> you know, so they paid you more, but you actually fell in love with a guy. Cool. Sometimes it is. I, I feel like that was more of uh, a way out. Than yeah. it was for genuine yeah. love. So while you were stripping, I'm just curious, and you're telling me it, you made a lot of money. Did you save that money? Were you a good business person? Oh, goodness. No, I spent no. it on shoes. Oh, okay. <laughs> shoes and purses. <laughs> okay. So no savings account. <laughs> Nothing. Shoes and purses. Okay, Nothing. got you. So when my ex-husband came around, and I, I feel like a lot of dancers do this, they marry for convenience mm-hmm. and, and to find a way out. You're right. Not yeah. saying that I didn't love this man. I did mm-hmm. very much so. Um, but it was a safety net. And was he good to you? He was great to me. Okay. We we are we're still best friends. Oh, good. Yes. I'm now, glad to hear when that. once you got connected to him and married to him, did you stay working in the sex industry? I did not. I left. That was again one of my reasons for getting out. And, and did he have a good job and kept you? Yeah, um, he was a police well. officer actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. One contrast to the next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, he supported me. We we ended up starting a company together, and you know we had a very nice tamed life. But I'm not a tame person. Okay. To to be a stay at home housewife was not 
not my forte. Yeah, not where you wanted to be. No. Mm-hmm. And your mind was elsewhere, obviously, right? Yes. And you'd seen some of that adventure and you kind of lived some of that adventure. Now this was too quiet for your right. liking. Way okay. too quiet. Did and you guys long? have a Sorry. good sex life? No, we had a terrible sex oh, life. No. Really? We had a terrible sex life. I didn't even self-please for years. Why? It was... I, I guess... You know, I'm not sure. I just kind of closed off that part of me. But did almost he, like it did felt he wrong. Feel that? Did he feel that you weren't worthy of it? Like what? What was? What made you not have a good sex life? So we just grew apart. He uh. got so interested in our company that we had started, and he was so gung ho about that. And then I was just exhausted all the time. Oh, really? You know, and it, we just grew apart. There was no mm. communication. There was no love. There was mm. no intimacy. But l- look at this. Someone who comes from a world of sexuality marries a guy <laughs> and ends up in the same similar relationship as most couples out there. <laughs> right. Right? Boring, stale, sexless marriage. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that uh, I don't know if guys can do this, but women can actually turn off that sexuality when it doesn't fit, right? I've heard it many times, and a lot of women, when they don't have a good sex life, they just say, oh, I'm too old for that, anyways, I'm not going to even try. But just know that we can also turn it back on again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It comes back. And yeah. It, 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 it I don't think you. guys have an off button. No, I don't <laughs> think they do. But I think women do. I, I really believe that. And some just turn it off and give up on it. Whereas then they learn something and they can turn it back on again. Because I, I guess your option would have been to cheat. Yes. Right? And it did. It did. I did have that opportunity at one point. But it, it didn't go that far. Oh, good. And did you know about swinging then? I know. I mean, I of course everybody knows swingers, mm-hmm. but I didn't know about the lifestyle. I didn't know how how great it is and, mm-hmm. and the opportunities mm-hmm. and the people and So mm-hmm. so the two of you didn't even discuss any alternative lifestyles where one of you could get some sexual satisfaction even though the other one but didn't. But wait, my want question it. is, did you even talk about your sex life? No, we there didn't. You go. Wow. We That's didn't. the point. We did. But That's how did you point. go from being a stripper and showing your tits and 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 making all these guys hard? to nothing to turning it off because at one point I needed that break mentally mm-hmm. I needed that break away from the sexuality sexual. yeah. I mean from I the age of 12 and uh-huh. yeah. even before then yeah mm-hmm. I've, I've always been on sexually I get, I get it and that's why I'm saying you push that off button and it stayed off and then he got, he drifted away because he wasn't it was not there and then, you he know, fell in love with the stripper and the stripper wasn't there anymore yeah 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 interesting yeah wow cool. Very, so, very interesting. So, so now you, 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 you finished your marriage, right? And you've been telling us all week. Um, and we're going to talk about your first time here at Hedo in the second half of the show. Um, you guys split. You're still friends. And what happened after that? Uh, we split. We're still friends. I briefly went back to the club and danced for... Mm, about three months and it was just taxing after seven mm. years of being out of it. the stripper yeah. shoes and getting back into them physically oh i, I guess you know yeah i'm a lot older now yeah and <laughs> yeah it's hard to climb that pole right so uh, i went back there and then also COVID hit right afterwards and the and only fans took off so it's like you know i can be a stripper i can still be in this sex industry and i don't actually have to physically be in front of somebody mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I can still play with myself and other people film it and make money right it was right. it was inevitable it's what I've known my entire life yeah exactly and it's it just blew up basically only fans and camming and all of those things just blew up and the opportunities were there and yes. so you're able to explore that now just going back to you being a stripper did did you learn to pole dance while you were in the stripper world or is that something that you learned earlier in life 
No, I learned to pole dance as I was being a stripper. Okay. All of other strippers, all of the other strippers um, kind of teach each other oh, okay. moves. Okay. So there's this sisterhood all right. that's involved with Yeah, them. that makes sense. Yeah. So you just learn the sexy moves because that's not something that we're really born with. That's all learned, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Now, now you don't come out doing left cheek, right cheek. So then that's kind of what you used to get your OnlyFans going because you have the moves now, right? right. That's the deal. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about OnlyFans yeah. in the second okay, half sure, of the show. Sure, but sure. I want to sure. know just a little bit about the camaraderie of the girls and stripping. Um, did you guys play? Are most of the girls bisexual? Oh, absolutely. Mm. It's a very competitive industry, so... When you find somebody that you want to play with, um, you you tend to to keep them. But, but, but would you play with them on stage? Would you would you actually get into each other? Because now it's fun on stage. You're not just doing it for the guys. You're actually in getting some enjoyment yourself. So we're not allowed to play on stage. There's oh. a lot of teasing on stage, oh, which okay. kind of enhances that foreplay. Yep, the foreplay. So once we're off stage. We can get together. Yeah. And did you do it there at the club or did you guys go out or back to your apartment? How did it work? I've definitely done it at the club, but it's mostly after work at the apartment. And you chill out with your girlfriends yep. and, and you hang out and touch each other. Joint. Yeah, exactly. Right. To chill out. Mm-hmm. And that whole lifestyle, which probably starts at 10 at, at, 10 at night and ends at 5 a.m. Probably you have a whole different lifestyle you than do. the average person. Yep. You're not a part of, of normal life. Day because, to day. Yeah. Yep, you're awake at night and you sleep all day, every day. Who put on the strap on? Uh-huh. <laughs> My first time using a strap on and actually giving was yesterday. Oh, cool. So I've always been on the receiving end of the strap on, huh. but I do prefer a double dildo. Ah, oh, there you go. What's your opinion of strap ons, hon? Oh, uh, yeah, way too much work for me. I don't <laughs> mind ha- getting it, receiving it, no problem. It's the giving, right? Did you find it was a lot of work? <laughs> it is. I know. My, my These guys are born to thrust their hips the way they do with their glute muscles that are so beautiful, their nice little tight asses. And it's just not the thing that women do. You know, you guys are born to, to thrust, so you have the, the right we, muscles. We, we're, we have to be u- useful for something in life. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you've been doing it your whole life. A girl puts on a strap on and she hasn't actually done that thrusting, you know, thing before. You're going to be sore the next day. You might even feel it today. Yeah. <laughs> Those muscles that you haven't used before. So in one cheek, yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious, because we're, we're going to go into your your life as a unicorn and, and hosting here at Hedo and 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 all those those fun things because you're working your way to a happy place in your life but after you were a stripper and um your sex life wasn't great with your husband did you self-pleasure did you have toys did you have this need to get that sexual energy out of you after the divorce yes oh only after not while you were married no you didn't even masturbate i did no i didn't wow that's incredible you went to the wrong place that's really what it was you needed an out you took it but it was not really the right thing for you i get it i get it okay it wasn't for me and you don't know that until it happens yeah Yeah. but you tried that's you know you know we wake up every day and make a conscious decision to be happy the license plate on my car says be happy too and it drives everything if you're not happy, like you're just talking about, Colby, everything turns off. Everything stops. say happy, stops. healthy, and horny. Right. And the, if you don't have one of them, you don't have any of them, right? right? You can't be horny if you're not happy and healthy. Yep. Yeah. And, and happy is so, it, it's, it drives our world. Mm-hmm. We make our decisions in our day based on how, how are we going to be happy, yes or no. Yeah. And so we go with the happy. <laughs> That's brilliant. Beautiful. Yeah. I've now learned to apply that to my daily life. 
Mm -hmm. I didn't have that knowledge that Mm -hmm. I did before. I get that. Wow. Yeah. I know you're in the lifestyle today. Tell us a little bit about when that transition happened. And well, how, how did you find out about yeah, it? Yeah, how were you introduced to the lifestyle? Uh, shortly after the divorce, you know, I, I, I did my dancing for a little bit and, you know, took a wild turn. Everybody just kind of loosens up after a divorce. And so um, I was introduced to the lifestyle by a friend. I actually got invited to a New Year's Eve party and it was 2020. So it was the the Roaring Twenties theme. And I really went out and found, I mean, this super cute but very covered up dress, thinking that this is going to be just a New Year's Eve party. Ends up being a lifestyle party. And everybody is in these brilliantly sexy outfits. And I'm over here like, I'm definitely overdressed, but I like this. Uh (laughs) A little bit like going to Rick's Cafe the other day and Colby wore pants. (laughs) That's all good. I didn't want to wear anything, to be honest. But that's all on Mark anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we'll blame Mark for sure. (laughs) So you were there at this New Year's Eve party. What was going on? Um, So Wait, a a house party? Was it a a hotel takeover? It it was a hotel takeover uh, in Houston. And, um, you know, there wasn't much playing down while we were partying. But I was getting a feel for everything. I was going around meeting couples, um, kind of learning more about the lifestyle but the friend who invited you she didn't explain or oh he? it was a he it was a he yeah he invited d- you as, a, as his partner mm-hmm. and not telling you not okay telling i'm just gonna you. say it's it a little uh, tricky yeah let's just tell our audience please don't do that you yeah. know it's not the right thing it's not cool if you want your partner to come and explore the lifestyle tell them what they don't have to participate they can just look they do not have to do anything they don't want to do. So please don't surprise your partner and bring them to a lifestyle event without telling them. Or no. a lifestyle vacation for a week. <laughs> we've heard, we've heard <laughs> we've that happen too. We've been there, seen yeah, it. I know. And we've seen the good, the bad, and the real ugly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Just talk about it. And so you were there now with this person who invited you. You're learning slowly about the lifestyle. Yep. And okay. then, uh, you know, the party ends and everybody goes back up to their rooms and... At that moment, I just wanted to be a voyeur. I okay. just so I, I ended up actually kind of going from room to room and watching. And, and nobody. Where, where was the guy who invited you? Seemed to. Oh, I ditched him. Oh Ooh. yeah. Okay. First of all, he wasn't honest to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, I'm enjoying this lifestyle, but not with you. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. lie to me. Right. Just like you said, don't do this. Yeah. Your yeah. date will leave you. <laughs> so, which is a great thing to do for your first experience watching. We tell people dip your toes in, check out what's going on, then you get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. And so the feeling you got was that something you wanted to try. Is that what I'm hearing? It was exhilarating because I had never been around, you know, that many like-minded people. Where but they also were this so is open. real sex. This is not stripper sex where you're performing. This right. is real sex or married sex. Right. <laughs> where maybe you're performing too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was. <laughs> yes, it's real. Um, but the, the connections is what really drew me in. Okay. Uh, the the friendships and the emotional connections. So my mm-hmm. heart was in it from day one. Mm-hmm. Um, more than the sex, actually. I just really liked the intimacy and, and the friendships that people created. And just that it's just this raw emotion where nobody judges anybody yeah. for anything yeah. at all. Yeah. Which is different for me, being yeah. a dancer and right. kind of being and a an performer. outcast. Right. Yeah. The black sheep of the family. Oh, well, in, in the lifestyle, I mean, there's three rules. Ask first, no means no. And if you don't get an enthusiastic yes, it's a no. So people in the lifestyle get respect. Yes. Right? 
I'm sure at strip clubs you see a lot of people who don't understand respect and consent and it just makes it weird. But in the lifestyle and in the second half of the show we're going to talk about your first experience here at Hedo. Um, people come to these events because of the people and the sex is secondary. Yes, you go because you're hoping to have sex but you can't have really expectations s- expectations or sex with people that there's there's not even a, a small connection and you can't do it with people who aren't respectful of you and of others and it's just it's just so nice to hear that you found this world of nice people yes i mean th- there's a big part of the world out there who look in on swingers and bdsm and kinksters and think we're we're you know deviants and well, I know one of the things that we hear all the time is that the only regret that swingers have is that they didn't find out about it earlier. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, I guess that's kind of probably where you're at because now I'm thinking it's um, New Year's Eve 2020 <laughs> and then COVID hits, right? And then COVID hits. Yeah. But what happened yes. at the party? Did you play? No, she was I a voyeur. No. She said I, she went I from just, room to I, room. I went from room to room. Do you remember one particular scene that you yes, saw? Yes, I do, actually. There's uh, two beautiful couples. I'm, I'm talking, you know, my style is very ripped and muscular. And I'm with you. And I like brunette women. Mm-hmm. And so it was all of... Okay, so I'm out and Carol's in. <laughs> <laughs> Carol's definitely in. You're still in. Okay. You're still in. Because okay. <laughs> we have that connection. Yes, we see? do. Cool. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, so I walked into their room and I just, I got stuck. I mean, and, and the men were making eye contact with me while, you know, having sex with each other's wives. And I'm just like, this is, this Hot. is fantastic. Yeah. Like, I wanted to jump in, but I was just still unsure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, I'm with you. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so I can just picture that as well, the, can't you? The ripped guy fucking the nice bl- brunette. That sounds good. It mm-hmm. was beautiful. I'm going to be that ripped guy in a couple of months. I'm working on it. <laughs> He's working on it. Definitely working, working hard. I believe it. And then Colby will open the door and come join us. Okay. Um, okay, so now we're um, you're moving forward in this lifestyle that now you think this is going to be great. But COVID hits. COVID hits. So tell us what happens Shutting next. Shutting everything down. And and I was, at the time I was dancing, I'd, I'd gone back briefly. And so, you know, I'm newly divorced and out of work. All I know is the sex industry. Mm-hmm. And COVID shuts all of the sex industry down. What am I going to do for money? Thank goodness. OnlyFans comes out mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay. Well, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm... I can be successful at it. And I still have that freedom. Um, I did find a few couples and a few people. So I, I still played safely through COVID. Um, but not as much as I would like. So I, I almost got a taste of the lifestyle. And then it was ripped apart mm-hmm. for me. And, and so I'm just sitting here waiting and anxiously craving the next time I get to go to an event. So... We are going to stop on that note. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to remind everyone that we are chatting with Colby Karma, who is a porn star, a hostess for Topless Travel, and an OnlyFans model. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back after this. Uh, Let's just tell everybody about Topless Travel and the amazing trips that we have coming up. 
Absolutely. So, you know, we talk about topless travel on a regular basis. And if you are looking for the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever, then you just have to book with topless travel from Hito 2 in Jamaica to Desire in Cancun. Where, where we have been many times. We've been many times. <laughs> we're going in October. If you haven't booked, tough luck because it's sold out. Um, to all the Bliss Cruise experiences, uh, topless travel needs to be your number one choice. And of course, their trips and events are all about the people and their sexy, fun experiences. So let's just shout out to a couple of the host couples like Jessica and Justin and of course, Party Mark, because they're there to ensure that you have one hell of a sexy vacation. Absolutely. And like this Bliss Cruise, you'll find us on many of the amazing topless travel trips. But listen up. If you haven't booked for the next Bliss Cruise in November, well, it's already sold out. So you have to start thinking about the one in April because you don't want to miss the biggest lifestyle party on the high seas. So grab your cabin for the April Bliss Cruise. It's going to be on the Celebrity Summit from April 17th to 22nd. 2023. And of course, for more information about this trip or any of the topless travel events, you just have to go to thesexylifestyle.com and click on the topless travel events link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. Ever, ever, ever. Alrighty, we're back. This is the Topless Travel Show. We are Carol and David and we're having a great discussion with Colby Karma, who is a porn star. She's a hostess with Topless Travel and she just told us that she has uh, an OnlyFans account. She's an OnlyFans actress. And she's here with us. She's a Hedo. unicorn in the lifestyle. She's a swinger. She's here with us at Hedo. So now we're going to chat a little bit about, um, we started talking about OnlyFans, and then we'll get into uh, some other parts of your sexual adventures. So what is your favorite thing about OnlyFans, and how, how did you get started? Where did you get the... Um uh, the audience. How did you grow your audience? So I had had a very large social media following already, mm. and as a stripper, I guess you as had a, that, as right? As a stripper, and I'm just a very social person. Okay. So it was easy for me to gain a following uh-huh. and and, yeah. and be myself, and people yeah. just kind of wanted to see into my life. I'm sure Colby's like this. Follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, and I'll show you my titties. Uh-huh. Pretty much, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then OnlyFans came around, and now I can charge for showing them Right, titties. right. That's good. So what kind of content do you actually make for your OnlyFans? I make everything from girl-on-girl, girl, solo, to gangbang. And do you go with other uh, OnlyFans models and, and coordinate and cooperate with them? Absolutely, yes. A lot of it is you know, meeting people and couples in the lifestyle and, and filming with them. Uh, so everything is, yeah, it's pretty coordinated and planned. A few of my videos are, which I was telling you earlier, are the the raw sort of fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. So I'll put the phone up at a at a lifestyle event or, or whatever, where we're, wherever we're at. And of course, I just want to say with everyone's permission, right? With everybody's yes. permission. Absolutely. Yep. Never film anybody without their permission. Because people might not photos. know, but you actually need uh, written consent. You do, and absolutely. And have that in your file. And so it is all safe and consensual. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's all discussed beforehand that I will be filming. But I like the raw videos. I prefer those than the setup videos mm-hmm. because they're real. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are real orgasms. They're real, you know, intimacy and that you can and see that's that what, connection. That's what the lifestyle is about. It's nothing performing. It's not about performing. It's about having real pleasure. Exactly. And you don't have to worry who's looking, who's not looking. You're just enjoying yourself. And you're putting on those real cum faces, you know, those orgasm faces <laughs> and the screaming. Those are all real. It's not like porn where they're acting right. and you're hearing the sounds of it's not even necessarily porn sounds. You know, if I was on OnlyFans, yeah, <laughs> I don't think I would fake it. 
You wouldn't fake it. I no, wouldn't fake it. I hope it. not, David. I hope not. I think I, I not would have real orgasms it. every time. Yeah. Okay. Because you know what? Colby, have you ever been with a guy who faked it? Yes. <laughs> How? And it was so weird because it's like, where's the cum? It's like I came and I'm like, it's not in me or on me. It's guys, not around guys, me. guys, the girls know. Yeah, the girls don't know. Do that. And if we and know. if you're over the edge and you just can't make it come, it's okay. Yeah, it happens. You yeah. know, when it's hot outside or when there's things going through your head, and you know, she might just enjoy your hard cock, but you know, don't fake it. Yeah. And girls, don't fake it either. <laughs> so. Do you have a good experience, uh, a memory of one of your favorite filming sessions on OnlyFans that just stands out there and one of those videos that people have bought again and again? Definitely the majority of my girl-on-girl scenes. So I do a lot of girl-on-girl. And there was a a six-girl orgy. So that was memorable. Mm -hmm. Where were you at the bottom? Were you the queen bee? Um... I was being held down, mm-hmm. and the vibrator was being used on me. Darn. Don't yes. you hate when that happens. It's <laughs> fantasy. I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. So I actually will use that video from time to time uh-huh. To, uh-huh. to please myself because it was such an exhilarating new moment for me. Now, how, how do you like... I just want to tell her, too bad you weren't here last year. It was David's birthday. We were here for David's birthday, and we had four ladies, of four girl-on-girls with David in the middle, and oh. he was tied down. Oh, had four ladies on her last year yeah I was tied down and they were rotating sitting on my face sitting on my cock then they put me up against the pole tied me up and gave me paddles for uh, my 58 birthdays 58 paddles last year (laughs) and I mean it's just it's just yeah one one of those memories I'm I'm coming back here for my birthday and I think we all played like over and over like even though you were paddled and you were done me and the girls were all playing for sure (laughs) we had toys we had lots of stuff going on Mm -hmm. so when you're playing with girls do you prefer to be the one whose pussy is licked or who is licking the pussies I am submissive Uh completely so I prefer being licked but there are those certain connections that I will make with some females that I initiate it, and I just want to please them. Oh, nice. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Yeah. And is it about penetration, or is it about the sensuality of the woman's body? It's about the sensuality, the touch. You know, a man touches you in a different way that a woman does. Mm -hmm. It's just very soft and intimate and sexy, and it's natural. I mean, it just feels good. I mean, Carol doesn't normally go out and search women, but when she finds the right one, there, you see that connection. You see that the situation, because you're bi-situational, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and for sure, I don't care who's coming going down on me because they could be <laughs> male or female. and They're going down on me. That's all great. That's perfectly fine. And, and when I'm squirting and sometimes the squirt goes everywhere and sometimes the girls don't like getting squirted on because that's not what they're used to. I say, excuse me, sorry. We, we, we laugh. We wipe it <laughs> off. And, you know, we need a raincoat here or where's the umbrella, you know. So it's fun. So let's talk about orgasms for a second and then we'll get back into the other stuff. Are you a woman who can come with a cock inside you or is it clitoral? Absolutely. It's more clitoral for me. But if I'm on top and riding and I'm hitting the G spot mm-hmm. just right and the clitoral stimulation, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Typical penetration, no, I would rather have some sort of clitoral. Well, let's just remind everybody that the female anatomy is like 75% of women can only orgasm with clitoral stimulation yeah. and only 25 can 
can orgasm either way with penetration and orgasm. And when you self-pleasure or masturbate, do you need something inserted inside your pussy? I typically ride my fingers. Oh, okay. And I know that sounds no, I get it. odd, mm-hmm. but it's literally mm-hmm. just, you know, I ride my fingers. Mm-hmm. And you do the right pressure on the yep. front of the clit. And, mm-hmm. and yep, mm-hmm, exactly. That Takes me about good. 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way Great. it goes. Like, and what about toys? Uh, I have a lot of toys. My favorite right now is the clit sucking rose, and I'm obsessed with that. The clit sucking rose. Yes. Oh, oh, tell us about it. Oh, the pressure. I'm like the pressure. It's so intense. <laughs> so it has different uh, settings where you can. It's so it's a rose shaped device. It's a rose shaped device, and you put it on your clit. There's no penetration. Uh, it's just a little ball, and it goes right on your clit. It sucks your clit. Um, and then in you know different it motions, it creates a and suction, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then it's air technology that moves your clit around, and yep. there's some vibration as well, like Absolutely. the womanizer, kind of like the womanizer. Is it a little bit bigger than the womanizer head? Yes. Okay. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Much bigger. Have you ever tried a Sibian? That's a saddle toy. Yes, I I think so. No, I've watched. Okay. I watched at a life. Well, next time if you when you come to our house, we have a Sibian, <laughs> and you could try it. I would love to. David invites every porn star to our house to try the Sibian. It would be my pleasure. A swinging porn star? Hell yeah. They're all welcome to our house. There goes David's imagination. I can just see it now. Oh, those fantasies are going a thousand miles The Sibian is an awesome toy. Um, It's a fantastic uh, add-on to whatever you have. And yeah, you can ride it in all different ways. There's all different sizes of attachments that can be internal. Um, There's a flat pad as well which guys can sit on it and they stimulate their perineum and their and their asshole while you're sucking their cock it's amazing david loves it oh yeah mm. i need to invest in one of yeah, these yeah no telling you. they're expensive they're i will never leave the house <laughs> you're right yeah. you never will. Yes, but when though. carol gets on it and you have the right motion and the right vibration the gallons of squirt that come out oh thank god, god we have our top waterproof blanket but it's just flowing down the saddle just sometimes i'm just laughing because i'll get on it and then it, the minute he turns it on, because he controls the uh, the vibration and the speed and the rotation, right. and it just goes just beyond a two, and then I just gushing. It's just pouring out. I'm going. Oh. I'm not doing anything. It's just happening. You know, it's just money that. is money. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to invest. Yeah, you have me there sold. you go. There you go. It's a lot of fun. Shout out to Bunny Lampert from Sibian yes. Industries. All right, so now that you're in the lifestyle and you don't have a partner, we call that a unicorn in the lifestyle. Of course, when you're female and a bull, if you're a male. No, a manicorn. Or a manicorn. There's two words. I like manicorn. You like manicorn. Okay. I I couldn't be a manicorn. So I only have an AWC. No, you can be a manicorn only if you are not married to me. Oh, yeah, that's the problem, too. Yes, you're not single. You're You're not not a a manicorn. No. No. No, No. I'm, I'm a husband. So when it comes to being a unicorn in the lifestyle, you plan, of course, your own events, you plan everything, whereas very often the couples plan together and the women usually drive anyways. But now you can drive your own life, you make all your own decisions. Um, tell us a little bit about how that feels in the lifestyle being on your own. Empowering. Okay. It feels empowering. It feels great. I love knowing, more than anything, I love knowing that I help couples relationships outside of you know events like hedonism um i love knowing that i can kind of be that in and out of that super sexual person and then i don't have to deal with the relationship afterwards it's great for me (laughs) and you know sometimes unicorns become um i don't even know what you want to call that where they have an agreement with a specific couple and you become a regular there that's a good word where you're comfortable with that couple you meet them let's just say once a month you have your fun 
it's not a connection that you want to stay, you don't live with them, but you know you have that regular relationship, which happens often, I've heard, with unicorns. Do you happen to have a regular couple that you play with? I did, but a lot of them get very territorial, okay. and it almost becomes a relationship okay. where they get jealous if I go out with oh, another couple, and yeah. and so, you know, that's not the emotions that I want right. in my right. life right now. Now, when you play with couples, are you the... I know you said before that you like being the sub in with a bunch of girls, but like we've played with a single woman and she was there and I pleased both Carol and her, whereas we played with um, a single guy once and Carol was the one who took control and said, I want both your cocks and fuck me and double vag and, and all that stuff. Which role do you play? It depends on the couple, really. So I am more submissive, but... Uh, I'm a switch, so I, I kind of have to feel out their vibe first, and then I know what role to play. And you're comfortable with women, so like you would also play with the woman, not just the man. I, I typically play with more women than I do oh, men. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And do you like controlling the scene, or you just let it happen? I just let it happen. Okay. I love going with the flow. I love it being natural. And do you prefer playing with two couples at the same time, or just one couple at a time? One couple at a time is mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. until I get to know them, and mm-hmm. then I'm I'm. More than willing to introduce more do, people into do it. Do we have an extra key for Colby for our room? No, honey. <laughs> we no. don't? No. We'll just leave the door open. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool. That's, I mean, that's very cool. And do you think moving forward, um, when you do meet a partner, he's going to have to be someone open-minded and, and wanting to play in the lifestyle? Absolutely. Because I'm not leaving the lifestyle. I know, right? Carol Once says. You, we mm-hmm. say, this is, our, this is our tribe. These are the people that we want to hang with. You know, and it's not because we fuck them all. It's because they're all good people that we just want to hang with. If we fuck some, great. If we don't, we don't. Right. Yeah, I know. Right. And it's not about just the fucking. It's about getting to know the people, enjoying their company, yep. and talking about lots of fun things that can't really talk about to your average person you meet or yeah. at work you know a genuine connection yeah. let's talk about Hito now so we're here sitting on beautiful Negril Beach at Hito 2 and this is your first time here right yes ma'am and you've been here now almost a week what was your first impression when you got here I was uh, so excited uh-huh. <laughs> just to be in Jamaica um, and then feeling out the crowd was it was good. The vibe was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Better than any lifestyle event that I have been to. It was right. And, and you, but you're here to work. I'm here to work, yes. Right. Work but and play. Try to explain a little bit what makes it a little bit different. Being here to work? No, different from what you said, better than any other event that you said you went to. What, what is different about this? Uh, the events that I've gone to in the States are a lot of a younger crowd okay which has now been overcome you know unfortunately with with a lot of drugs and okay and stuff that i'm just not involved in it's, it's kind of become an obsession with only fans and it feels like more work going mm. to those events than it okay. does actually relaxing and enjoying people's company and did you do any work here did you do any only fans work i should say not <laughs> Besides the pictures you took of me, no, ma'am, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Those were cute enough. We still have tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have time? We have one more day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So so you got here. You were showing the resort. Mark showed you around. Shout out to Mark. Um, we know that, unfortunately, Chelsea wasn't able to be here with him. She's at home with the kids. Uh, we will see them in April on the Bliss Cruise. Um, 
it's actually a little weird having Mark here without Chelsea because <laughs> yeah. um, we spent a lot of time with them last year here mm-hmm. at Hedo. Uh, mm-hmm. They were here three times while we were here for our 89-day adventure. Adventure, <laughs> call it that. So you're here with Mark, who's a pro. He's been doing this for seven years, and he's a great guide. The first time he took you to the nude pool, you had to get up there. I saw you came down there. You weren't naked first. Then you got naked. Now you're standing in front of, I don't know, 40, 50 people are in the pool waiting for you to say something. How was that? Nerve-wracking. That's why I came down clothed. Uh (laughs) It was nerve-wracking. And it's so funny because, you know, I've been a dancer and I've been in, in front of the same audience, but... Not in daytime, the daytime light where you can see every imperfection on my body. Oh, right, because you have <laughs> lots of imperfections. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see them. Okay. <laughs> um, so it was a little intimidating, um, but I I got into it pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. It, it took did, me about 20 good. minutes. And Mark didn't, I mean, he was by your side also, and he was encouraging you, and he didn't let you... Um, do the wrong thing you know what I mean he, right. he guided you to do the right thing and it was all great because they do uh, let's just explain that uh, Colby and Mark do party games at the pool so you're in front of everybody you're doing games and most of them are sexual games because this is Hito and this is topless travel oh, we're going right? to talk in a second about the strap on Mark had uh, Colby put <laughs> yeah, on in a second exactly. but, but I, I want to talk just a second now you're there and I know you're, you've been in strip clubs and some of the guys don't behave and there's security well there's a little bit of security here but what did you think about the respect of everybody? You're standing up there, you're gorgeous blonde, beautiful tits, spectacular ass, and nobody's touching you. No, everybody is being extremely respectful, extremely polite, uh, not crossing my boundaries. It was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Why I love the lifestyle so much. Mm-hmm. So before we get to the vibrator, talk about the car wash. Oh, goodness. The car wash was great. We're doing it again today, by the oh, way. Oh, good. What cool. time was that at? Uh, around three. Perfect. We'll yeah. be there. So anybody listening? No, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the car wash was great. So this is this is my very first event. And, you know, Mark gives me the baby oil and he says, you got to oil up all these guys. Okay, I'm in. So I'm oiling up all these guys and... And they are just having the time of their lives. A couple of them came back for a double oil. I don't have enough on me. And they're <laughs> obviously glimmering. Um, again, just being that influence and being there and creating that happiness. I even had a wife come up to me afterwards. And, and she was like, I just want to tell you that my husband enjoyed your pool party more than anything he has at Hedo. Oh, this I is know. his best trip so yeah. far. And it creates sexual energy. And you see couples who take it and then go back to their room and have great sex. And, and you know, hedonism, like the Bliss Cruise, like Desire, like uh, Temptation, 50% of the people that come on these erotic vacations don't play. They're just here for a sexy, fun couple getaway. Something maybe might be on their bucket list, might be a fantasy. And um, the car wash is just about building that little sexual energy, making it naughty. The yeah, let, girls me ju- let me just explain what the car wash is all about then. So it's really all the ladies are standing up in two lines facing each other. Um, they're all lubed up with baby oil and soap 
And then the guys have to pass through the car wash. The ladies are the car wash. Right. So the guys can't touch the girls, yeah, but the girls with, can touch the guys. Right. They have to pass through with their slippery bodies because we've lubed them up as well. And they pass through and they get to just rub their bodies onto the ladies' boobs and, and do whatever it is that just turning and around. their booty. Not with hands. Mm-hmm. Not with hands. And what were you doing at the end, hon? Yeah. And then me and some <laughs> o- four other girls, we did the happy ending. Right. We did a circle mm. of um, boobs all around the guy and said, happy ending to you and off to the showers I might need a happy ending today. Yeah. You want a happy ending? Is that it? Absolutely. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun putting all the soap and the oil on everybody. And it really was fun. And what I noticed also where you just said was that when we first started, said, okay, who's going to come up and do the car wash? We had, I'm going to say maybe, let's just say 10 or 12 volunteer ladies. And the guys all lined up, obviously. But then as we were all getting lubed up and having fun, more and more ladies came. And then there was so many ladies. At first, they were afraid. Like you said, not everybody's into the lifestyle. They're just in for, the, for, for having a fun time. And they just realized that I don't want to miss out on this fun. I want to join too. And I thought that was great. Absolutely. And, and you know, that's what the... Um Topless travel brings to these events is just helping people push their boundaries, push their limits a little bit more. Um, I know Carol had one of her limits pushed. She was up there trying a new uh, womanizer toy. Yeah, well, like a woman. Sorry, like a womanizer, and it was nice that Colby was able to administer it. It was a, I don't even remember what it was called. What did he call it again? Do you remember uh, what it was called? I've learned so many sex oh, toy I know. names. I know. I, I should, do not I should, remember uh, that I should have one. remembered that one because it was really good. It was. So explain it. Yes. Okay. So it was a little a sucky machine. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. It's like the regular womanizer. It looks like a womanizer, but it has a long tail with a fat end, and that fat end gets inserted inside and your vagina vibrates. first, and it's vibrating. And then the head, uh, the vibrating sucking head gets uh, put onto the clit, and basically, you hold it there. You don't so really Colby's move it So Colby's holding around. it on Carol's clit. Yeah. And Colby, how long did it take Carol to come? Oh, goodness. A minute, maybe. Less than that. Less yes. than that. Yeah. Less than that, yes. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So now, let's let's switch it over. And um, Mark had the um, two-ended dildo. Yeah. That um, as you put one side inside Colby, yeah. it got bigger, right? Yes. Oh, yes, it, yes, it, and it vibrates. It inflated. The strapless strap-on. Right. Oh, yeah. That thing was great because so often you see, you know, a strap-on being used and the other partner, the other female wearing the strap-on isn't getting pleasure from it. She's just trying to hold it in place. Exactly. Right, right. <laughs> so with that, you're actually able to stimulate both the clitoris and vaginal mm-hmm. and... It's because perfect. it goes inside and then it expands so it stays in, so it holds right. better. Right. But it's also vibrating at the same time. Yep. And you've got the, the penis part sticking out. And is that the one that you actually used last night? You no, said for the I first wish. time? Okay. So I, w- I went to a, a regular strap on yesterday. With a real strap. Yes. Um, what do you call that? A harness, right? Yes, with yes. a real harness. Yeah. And it, it, that was not planned. That was not a part of the show, obviously. Okay. The best things aren't. Um, but she, uh, one of the volunteers came up and she was just kind of ready. He threw me the strap on and and she was into it. Oh. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try this, I guess, for my first time ever in front of 50 people. <laughs> and was that at the pool as well? Yep. Okay, very mm-hmm. cool. And, and, and how does being up on that stage compare to being on the stripper stage? The stripper stage feels like work. This um, does not feel like work oh, at all. Nice. This is all genuine it's fun, and fun, right? And you really were having fun. It's not like you're pretending that it's all cool. This right. is really a fun thing. And I exactly. guess you get to 
then socialize with the people, right? They were out on the catamaran with us. They're yeah. having dinner. So it's not just the guys paying to come into a club, see you dance, make them feel good. And then you go home and they go home. People are here for a week and you get to know them. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit about the people that you've met here. Oh my gosh, so many great couples. So many. I, I, I'm so grateful that we have these necklaces that say our names on them. But because you can't remember everyone's <laughs> names. Sure. I have met so many fantastic people. Of course, I've exchanged information with a lot of them and... They're now going to be forever friends. And this is your first time hosting with Topless Travel? Yes. And so what do you think? Is this something, is this a gig that you want to do again? Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. I am more than willing. Wow. What would you do differently next time? Nothing. I, um, maybe not stay up until 5 a.m. Oh, okay. Every day. Drinking the Cocoa Mania. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we learned that a long time ago. Long We've been coming ago. here for a long time. Okay. We're a little bit of party wusses, but yeah, we can't function the next day if we've been up like that. We do it a couple of times. I mean, we like ending up in the hot tub, mm-hmm. you know, at midnight having some pizza, but we can't do it every night because we actually have to do some work like our podcast, which right. we do from here or, or anywhere else we go on location. Um, the, the guy that you're going to hopefully meet one day, um, would you think maybe you guys would be like a host couple? Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to see where this road takes me. Mm-hmm. It's really, really a lot of fun doing it as a couple. Yeah. Um, another group just came in, and um, they're an older group. And it, the host couples are husband and wife, and that's what they do in their retirement. They travel two, three times a year. Um, well, this is what we do in our retirement. We, do our, we talk to all these beautiful people in our retirement, come to these beautiful places. It's a great way to retire, that's Can't for sure. Complain. Okay, here comes Mark. Uh-oh. Mark's going to join us now. He's just waving. We need a, oh, yeah. All right, here he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be talking to Mark later. We're going to chat with him on when we're on the Bliss Cruise. But, um, Colby, just, just as we come to the end of the show, just talk a little bit how your journey from, you know, going from being that high school slut to uh, stripping to um, getting married, and now you're, you're really finding yourself and you were telling us that, you know, you might want to get out of being a sex worker, but you want to stay in the sex world of sexuality. What do you see in the future? I definitely see me in the lifestyle forever. Um, and I, you know, I have many other business ventures that I want to go down that don't necessarily include sex work. Um, but this is, this is forever my home. These are my people. <laughs> I love it here. Very cool. Absolutely. And and again, we want to say, you know, there's nothing wrong with people, men, women, couples in sex work. No, of course not. It's a regular job like any other job out there. It pays the bills and there's a need for it. If there was not the demand and the need, there would not be a, a practice. So there's absolutely a demand for it. Yeah. All right, Colby. Colby Karma. She has had a great time here at Hito. We've got to know her. Um, We've had a lot of fun on the cruises. We've had a blast with her at the pool. Uh, Hopefully we'll see you again soon. Why don't you take a minute and tell everyone where they can find you on social media and, of course, on OnlyFans. So everything is Colby Karma, except for my Pornhub. My Pornhub is come, C-U-M, two, the number two, Colby, K-O-L-B-I. 
And Colby Karma is spelt K-O-L-B-I-K-A-R-M-A. And that's on all the different... That is on all, every platform. Yay. And if you missed And if you missed any of that, um, Colby's going to have a guest page up on our website, and you can find all her links there as well. Just want to thank you again for being honest and being vulnerable and telling people your story. It's a wonderful adventure, and you've got a long way to go with this. You're on the right track. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we really much. had a wonderful time spending time with you here at Hedo for a week, and I'm sure we'll cross paths again with Topless Travel um, in the months and years to come i'm gonna make it happen all right love that attitude love it wow the end of another great show with another amazing guest uh thanks so much to colby karma for all our great stories and especially to all our listeners who are there week in and week out join us again next time for another hour of the sexy lifestyle talking about sex sexuality sexual health and pleasure and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy healthy and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I and Colby send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe and, of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the Topless Travel Show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We've got another episode of the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast lined up for you for next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.